Hi Church! Today I'll be reading Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 20. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in, in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a baby. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the, lo- and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hello, everyone. I'm here today at Mary Oaks Farm in Stafford, Virginia, and this is my new friend, Daniel. Sheep are interesting animals. Uh, Sometimes they get kind of a bad rap. Some people think that sheep are kind of dumb. In fact, before I started doing research for tonight, I, I too thought that about sheep. But interestingly... Sheep have really complicated brain structures and they are emotionally, they are hardwired to stick together in community. In fact, one of the indictments that people will bring against sheep is that they blindly follow one another around, but that's not true. They simply like to be in community. Maybe that's why Jesus refers to us as sheep, because he knew that we needed to be in community with one another. The University of California actually did a study of male sheep, of rams, and what they found was that rams make friends for life. And in fact, if one of the rams gets into trouble, the other rams will come and help it out. Yes, yes. This is Chloe. Hello. And you might ask yourself, what in the world does all of this have to do with Christmas Eve? Well, it may be cliche to say it, but we've all heard the story before. 
We've all heard the story. We've all probably read Luke chapter 2 as many years as we've been around. I know I have. And yet, interestingly, this year as I was reading that great story of the coming of Christ, something new stuck out to me. A question. Where are the sheep? You see, in the story we find the shepherds. They're in the middle of the night, they're in Bethlehem, and they're, they're minding their sheep. Then the angel shows up. And the next thing we know, the shepherds are kneeling before the baby Jesus. Well, what did they do with their sheep? Now, there are a couple of options. Maybe the shepherds took the sheep with them. But think about that. There were no street lamps, no lights. And so, as the shepherd tried to corral the sheep through the streets of Bethlehem in the middle of the night, the sheep were as likely to get lost or hurt as if they just left them back on their farm. Now, I think I think the most likely thing is that that night the shepherds made a decision. They made a decision to leave their sheep behind in order to go kneel in front of Jesus. Now, Sheep have been domesticated animals for 12,000 years. So by the time the angel showed up on that fateful night, being a shepherd had been a thing for 10,000 years. And my guess is that somewhere along the way through those 10,000 years, a number of lessons were caught and taught from one generation to the next. And perhaps one of the most important lessons was, don't leave your sheep alone. Sheep don't have a lot of defensive mechanisms A predator could easily kill one. Someone who wanted to steal one could take it. Also, as we've discussed a moment ago, sheep sometimes just decide to go in their own direction together. They could wander off. A lot of bad things could have happened to the sheep. But the shepherds made a decision. This was an important event. And they were not going to miss it. So I think they left the sheep behind. And part of me wonders. I wonder how many others were called that night. I wonder if the priests were called to leave their temples. To go and kneel before the king. But they chose not to. I wonder if the Masons were called to leave behind their quarries to kneel at the foot of the chief cornerstone. The word Bethlehem actually means house of bread. I wonder if there were bakers who were called that night to leave their ovens and kneel before the bread of life. We don't know. That's pure conjecture. Here's what we know. We know the shepherds were called. And we know that though it meant they had to leave something behind, they were willing to go. This is a night, my friends, when we talk about the beauty of God's great gift to us. For unto us this day, in the city of David, a child is born and a son is given. Authority will rest on his shoulders and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. The gift of Jesus Christ was a once in creation, eternity-altering occurrence the most significant event in history. 
the shepherds weren't going to allow anything to keep them from the Christ child. Yeah, it cost them something. But it was worth it. And I wonder what if, what if in order for this process of cosmic redemption to work, what if we have to be willing to give something up to? Just like the shepherds, we have to be willing to leave something behind in order to make room for Jesus. And then we might say, well, okay, but what is it that God would want from us? Well, if you and I were trying to help a friend, just as God was trying to help the world, the first thing we might suggest that they give up is whatever it is that's hurting them. Whatever it is that's, that's holding them back. So one way we could think of this is to think about God calling us as, as we approach the Christ child once more, God calling us to leave behind those things that hurt us, hold us back. I think about anxiety. Over the course of this last year, one thing that most of us have given up is our illusion of control. I don't know if you've tried to plan anything this year. I certainly have. And when I have, I've discovered that whether it's for my home or for my work, that the plans almost never work out as I expected them to. And almost always we have to change things. And what that breeds inside of us is, is sometimes anxiety. Likened to anxiety is anger. I think there are a lot of us who are angry. I can feel it inside of myself more frequently than I ever have before. Even when we see the rationale behind the restrictions that are taking place in our world, there's still a part of us that's angry. We can't do everything that we'd like to do, live the lives we want to live. Angry about any one of a thousand different but important issues facing our society. Angry that despite the heroic efforts of our teachers and administrators, that our children aren't having the educational experience that any of us would have wanted them to have. Anger, anxiety, fear, confusion. My friends, what if, what if those are the sheep? Would we be willing to leave those things behind for the Prince of Peace? Would we be willing on this holiest of all nights to trust the promise of God over the problem of this moment? The shepherds had to leave some things behind in order to kneel before Jesus, and perhaps we have to as well. To be fully present before the King tonight, what would you be willing to give up? Your broken heart? Failed relationship? One of the things I didn't tell you earlier about sheep is that they are also one of the most destructive forces on the planet when it comes to animals. 
They don't mean to be. It's just that sheep will eat anything and everything. They'll eat the grass all the way down to the nub, and when they're finished with the grass, they'll move on to crops. They can be downright destructive. What if the cost, the cost of our coming to Christ, is just like the shepherds leaving behind those things that are destructive in our lives? Leaving behind those things that hold us back, that hold us down, the hatred, the mistrust that can be so rampant in our world right now, fear. My brothers and sisters, at its heart, Christmas is an act of unprecedented love. God desired relationship with us, and God wants our sheep, but it's not because God needs sheep. God wants our sheep because they are often the things that keep us from kneeling in front of him. Augustine said it this way. He said, you have made us for yourself, O God. And our hearts will not rest until they rest in you. My friends, on this holy night, there is only one thing that will satisfy us. God. And as it turns out, there's only one thing that will satisfy God. Us. The living God sacrificed greatly to be with us. God longs for us to live what the Bible calls an abundant life because Jesus Christ came to set us free. Free from all of those things that would destroy us and hurt us. What is it? What is that thing in your life that's been holding you back? What is that thing that perhaps has been destroying you? That thing God has been asking you to lay aside in order to be fully present before Christ on this holy night. The shepherds left behind their sheep. And we're still talking about it 2,000 years later. What would you give up? What would you leave behind to experience once more the love, the joy, the hope, and the peace that is found in Jesus Christ? And remember, friends, this gift is not only for us. You see, In the story we read tonight, when the shepherds finished kneeling before Christ, they didn't rush back to their sheep, no. Unburdened by what had held them back, they were then free to go and tell all the world that light has come to the darkness. I wonder... Would we be willing this night to leave behind all of those things that have held us back 
from kneeling before the king. And in so doing, encountering Christ with all that we are, to go forth as bearers of hope and light to a world that is desperate for it. The shepherds, they left behind their sheep and they found something amazing. What is it that God is calling us to give up so that we might fully kneel before the King of Kings this day and bring light into the world forevermore? Let us pray. Gracious God, This night we pause to give you thanks for the great gift of love, the gift of Jesus Christ. We ask, O Lord, that once more through the power of your Spirit, we could experience your coming again. We could encounter you as the shepherds did so long ago, unencumbered by those things that tethered us that held us down Father I pray that in this moment each person who's worshiping with us tonight would be willing to lay down their burdens their distractions anger mistrust anxiety and fear leave them behind in order to find the one thing we truly need. You. And then to go forth and bring your light to all around us. In the name of that glorious King, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.